Welcome to the 360 Serve podcast. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360 Serve. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions where we help you send indigenous church planters into full-time gospel ministry so they can reach their own country for Christ. I'm so glad you're with us for today's episode. Normally, our episodes are dedicated to me interviewing various indigenous church planting leaders from around the world so you get to know them personally. You get to hear their amazing stories and learn about what God is doing in their countries through your support and how you can join God's exciting work in bringing the gospel to the least reached people in the world. But today's episode, it's gonna be completely different. As the president of 360Serve, I love to travel around the world and visit the church planting movements that we support. I live for this, but I never travel alone. I love being able to take pastors and donors with me on my trips as I am able. A while ago, I was able to bring to Sri Lanka and Thailand my good friend, Pastor Rob Hall, lead pastor of New North Church in San Bruno, California. It was an amazing trip. Pastor Rob and New North, they are committed 360 Serve partner church. They support church planners in multiple countries and fulfillment of the Great Commission. Pastor Rob invited me to be interviewed on his New North podcast where he asked me to tell the story of 360 Serve so his people at his church could get to know me and 360 Serve a little better. Many of you heard that episode and you shared with me, Mark, you need to air that episode on the 360 Serve podcast because a lot of your supporters have never heard you tell the story of 360 Serve. At first, I was reluctant because I feel these episodes should never be about me, but about the amazing church planners we support. Those are the stories that need to be told. That being said, I realize 360 Serve, it's continuing to grow. When we first started, I knew all of you personally but now there are hundreds of you that I don't personally know, which I wish wasn't the case, but I suppose it's unavoidable. So I'm praying this episode will help bridge the gap a little and give you a personalized understanding of the ministry of 360 Serve. I'm honored you're with us in this episode. So without further ado, here's my good friend, Pastor Rob Hall. Welcome, everyone, to the New North Podcast. I am your host, Rob Hall, the lead pastor at New North Church. And uh, today we have a very special guest. He is a dear friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. He is the founder and president for an incredible ministry called 360 Serve. He's also a pastor at uh, one of my favorite East Bay churches, Three Crosses. I had the opportunity, along with my son Levi to travel to Sri Lanka and Thailand with Mark and my life was radically changed as I saw what God was doing all over the world. And so I'm excited to have you on the podcast, Mark. Man, welcome, my brother. Hey, it's great to be here, Rob. Man, thanks for our friendship. You bet. We go back many, many years and I'm really excited to just be, you know, a guest with you all here on the New North Podcast. And uh, man, I'm also excited about, you know, our new partnership with 360 Surf. Thanks for that introduction, Rob. And uh, your church is just like so responsive. Uh, you're supporting pastors in Sri Lanka and China and the Philippines and Ethiopia. 
you guys are so responsive. And like you mentioned too, Rob, it was just a real privilege uh, traveling with you and, and also Levi, your son, to Sri Lanka and Thailand back in December. I can't believe that that's the last time I've like traveled. Is that like, you know, COVID-19 is just, you know, shut us down a little bit. You know, I'm used to just traveling the world, but, uh, Man, we had a great trip there. And, you know, I just need to tell everyone who's listening how <laughs> fun it is to travel with you and to hang out with you. We tried uh, to do this trip for so long. And I need to say this because when you travel with Rob Hall, okay, oh boy. Pastor Rob oh Hall, boy. <laughs> you get two guys for the price of one. You get Pastor Rob Hall, who's awesome with people, as you guys know. He's your pastor. But then you get Celebrity Rob, a.k.a. Ryan Reynolds, okay? <laughs> That's and right. Rob, it was great to see you in your element. I mean, here you are signing autographs. You're taking selfies <laughs> with all of like, your fans in Sri Lanka. And so Sri uh. Lanka has never been the same since like Ryan Reynolds you know, That's has visited right. that small island. Uh. So anyway, buddy, I, I'm super excited about you know our partnership and reaching the world with the gospel and just love you and love your church and and so I, I'm, it's, it's just great to be here. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you. And I wanted to have you on for a lot of different reasons. One, you know, whenever I get the chance to talk with you, you open my eyes to what God is doing all over the world. And I, and we need that perspective. And two, um, you're just doing great work. And we have, like you said, this new partnership that's growing, um, which I'm so excited about. And, uh, yeah, so so Mark, let's just dive in, man. And uh, yeah, you have. And by the way, talk about traveling with me. I had a blast traveling with you. By the way, you come <laughs> alive when you were out outside of the U.S. I mean, it was amazing, and you made our trip phenomenal with all the relationships you have. And and so yeah, let's just let's just do a big question. So you've traveled all over the world. You visited is I think you told me fifty countries. You have relationships with pastors and and workers all over. Here's just a big question. Um, even in the midst of COVID-19, what is God doing around the world? Mm, man, that's a great question. I love that question. Let me try to keep an answer to like five minutes because, yeah. you know, I, I'm just ready to roll on this one. But, you know, the challenge for us living in the United States is that we get our news from the secular media, right? That's where right. we get our news. And really, the news is not that exciting because they're always reporting on what people are doing around the world. But where and when do we hear what God's doing, you know, around mm. the world? And I find mm. so many people, you know, are depressed and discouraged. And we've got to, you know, combat that with like, well, do you know what God's doing? And God's doing amazing right. things in our world today. We just don't hear about it. And that's one of the reasons we started 360, sir. We'll get into that later. But just, just a couple things to encourage you. You're listening right now. You're a Christ follower, or maybe you're seeking the Lord, you know, trying to understand this thing, Christianity. Our God is alive. You know, every right. day, every day, it's estimated 82,000 people come to know Christ as Savior and Lord around the world. Uh, in China alone, 10,000 people every day come to know Christ in China. <laughs> it's exciting. Uh, every wow. week, 3,500 house churches are started around the world. I mean, it's exciting. One of my favorite verses in the Old Testament is Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 5. And here God is speaking, and he says, look at the nations. You know, oftentimes we look at our nation, and that's cool. 
But the Bible says, look at the nations. That's what God says. And watch and be utterly amazed. For I'm going to do something in your days. That's our days, as well as back then when the scripture was written, that you would not believe, even if you were told. And the things and the stories and the things that I see just amaze me. And I'm so honored Mm -hmm. to tell those stories. And I think of that verse with also what Jesus said in Matthew 16, 18. He gave us a command and a promise. He said, I'm going to build my church and the gates of Hades is not going to, you know, come against it. And this is what Jesus is doing. He is, he is risen. He's seated at the right hand of the father. He's leading his church in the power of the Holy Spirit through his people. And he's doing great things around the world. Like you said, Rob, in the midst of even COVID-19. And I can tell you one quick story because you guys as a church are supporting China. And um, just, just, just to, this is a picture of what God is doing in the midst of COVID-19. Just one of dozens of stories. Mm-hmm. But Wuhan, you know, is kind of speculated as the probable place where this virus began. We're not going to get into that. That's kind of political. But we support church planters uh, in uh, Wuhan. And outside of Wuhan, a couple hours, uh, we support church planters all over China. But outside mm-hmm. of Wuhan, a couple hours is a village that, of 500 people where we have church planters. Uh, 500 people live. There's six villages, like, you know, together. And uh, they, as a result of this COVID-19, you know, the nation in different places has gone on lockdown. Food is scarce. And two days they were without food, these six villages, 500 people. And wow. uh, we have church planters there. They, they literally are like, we have no food. And uh, the church planters are praying, you know, for this, this, these communities of 500 people. Anyway, we sent uh, a lot of finances to China to help with just food, to help our church planters mm-hmm. live. Well, they would take this food and, and use it, you know, to share God's love. So we had a couple church planters that took, I mean, a lot of rice, a lot of oil in a van and brought it all the way to these six villages. They distributed this food, and God, in the name of Jesus, all 500 people in these six villages trusted Jesus as Savior and Lord, including the communist officials who were living in these villages. Wow. This is just one story of so many of how God is greatly at work doing great things uh, throughout the world today. And one of the things we do at 360 Serve is we provide you with super exciting weekly inspirational email updates. I personally Mm. write one a week that help you understand what God's doing around the world. I know you get these, Rob. Other people from your church get those. And it's just the joy of my life to like write. I have so many stories to like, I have to select, you know, uh, and I pray, Lord, which one? There's so many amazing stories, but you can sign up for those today. Today, if you go to 360serve.org, just that, go to our front page, scroll to the bottom, sign up, and we will start emailing you some encouragement, you know, mm-hmm. some inspiration yeah. about what our great yeah, we God need that. is doing. We need that. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, so love to, you know, that's part of the reason why what we do at 360 Service. Just give you, you know, God deserves the glory for the great things he's doing. And, and we want to give him the glory and just tell some of these stories. So thanks, yeah. Rob, for, you know, yeah, God's doing great things around the world. 
Yeah, that's great. And it's great to hear. And I know you have so many stories and I know you have videos and you have all kinds of, you have pictures that you send out and just sometimes just seeing the pictures are, you know, mm-hmm. are powerful, you know? And so, yeah, so uh, we'll make sure we link it in the show notes, uh, but 360serve.org is the website. Check it out. There's a lot of great stuff there. Um yeah, so a couple more. Qu- I mean, we've got a bunch of questions. We'll see if we get all, you know, um, your updates are amazing. You've written lots of them. Um, like, I don't know, tell us some more stories. Tell us some of, some of your favorite updates. Uh, I know you have all <laughs> kinds of like, oh, like mir- miracles, like, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, and again, you and I don't necessarily come, yeah, come out of this tr- like super miracle-based tradition, but we believe in miracles. So like, tell us, man, some, some yeah. craziness. That's so true. It's so true. It's like the book of Acts. You know, really, it is what God is yeah. doing around the world. And and we go to unreached areas where, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, to get to your answer, your question, it's, you know, some of the story, I've written hundreds of these, you know, over the last 20 plus years. So, uh, but let me share you a couple, you know, God, it's amazing his creativity to reach people and how he will even use animals in like miracles, okay? And so <laughs> let me right. tell, tell you a couple of those that are just like, what? You know, kind of thing. We have this, uh, a church planner, I'll call him Muzo. I'll just call him that. I can't reveal, because this is recorded, what countries some of these stories mm-hmm. come from. That would not be best. Right. But this guy, uh, the, this is a church planner who has full of faith. Uh, I can share with you that he targets... Muslim areas, okay? Okay. And he will go into these uh, villages. Maybe you have 5,000 Muslims living there, okay? His gift of God is to go in. He's an evangelist and a church planner. He'll go in and he'll look for the most demon-possessed person that lives in this entire village. And he will pray over that person, cast out the demons, lead that guy to Christ or that gal to Christ, and you immediately have a group of people that are like, what is this like new teaching? Who is this? What? You know, who changed this guy or gal? Mm-hmm. And he, he preaches Jesus. And that's how he starts churches. So we go into areas where they've never heard of Jesus. You know, there's still wow. 2 billion people on our planet that have never even heard the name of Jesus. I know that's hard for us to comprehend as Americans, yeah. but that's where we take the gospel. So this guy, Mizzou, is on his way to one of these villages to share the gospel and, you know, do his thing. This is what God's called him to do. And as he comes near this village, okay, a cheetah comes out of the bush and like stares him down, begins to growl at him, a real life cheetah. And this is a simple guy, but just trust the Lord, just, you know, in faith. And he just says, he says to the cheetah, in the name of Jesus, stand still. (laughs) And the cheetah freezes in his tracks. People from the village are looking down at this little church planter and this cheetah that's frozen there. And soon he has a crowd, you know, around him and he starts preaching that it's in the name of Jesus, that this cheetah, you know, (laughs) is part of God's creation and and people come to Christ, you know, in this setting. And then he looks at the cheetah and he says, in the name of Jesus, you can go. (laughs) And the cheetah walks away. And, you know, he starts a church. Wow. And and I know it's like, what? You know, so um, let me tell you another story uh, about a Mahdi. And a while ago, I probably wrote this story three months ago or so uh, when I met this guy. But uh, uh, he uh, had an experience. This is a young church planner. He came to Christ. He was getting training. 
again, Muslim culture, his family was going to do, you know, well, they wanted to kill him. And so this is oftentimes what happens in Muslim families. Someone comes to know Christ to save face. Mm -hmm. You're going to do away with that son or daughter or whoever. So they literally took ropes, bound him, and brought him out to the wilderness, tied him to a tree in the middle of the wilderness, strapped him there, and said, your Jesus died on a tree. His blood was shed. He died on a tree. You're going to be eaten by the hyenas out here. This is where they come to feed. And your blood will be spilt just like your Jesus. They left him there to die. Well, he's crying mm. out to the Lord, you know. Sure enough, the hyenas come at night and they begin to bite. But <laughs> other, they were not biting through his flesh. They were biting the ropes, literally setting this man free with the ropes. Wow. Cut through him. He's set free, and then he's disoriented. He doesn't even know where he's at. And, and, and a hyena, one in the front, one behind him, they literally escort this man, this new believer, Amadi, to, the, to, to a road where a driver comes by, sees this guy, uh, and then you know we help get Amadi to a safe area. He's now away from his family. I mean, if he ever comes back to his village, they will kill him. Uh, but wow. you know, they will tell me these stories you know, as I'm there listening. And it's just like, just another day. <laughs> it's just another mm-hmm. miracle, you know, but it's normal for them. We hear that and it's just like, what? We can't even get our minds around it. No, you have no. time for one more, Rob, or do you want to keep going? What do you want to do? Uh, you know, uh, let's keep going because yeah. I know you got some great stories. And, yeah. and I was with you in Sri Lanka and I heard pastors tell you, incredible, miraculous story. So I've been oh, there. Man. I've seen it. You, sir. And, yep. and, and, and I would sit there and watch you and you would go, wait, hold on. Did you just say this, this, <laughs> and this? And they would say, yeah. And you're like, uh, okay, I just want to make sure I heard that correctly. But you're right. This is acts, you know, stuff. This is stuff that we saw in the life of, and the ministry of Jesus. And this just mm. foreign to our world because, right, we live in Disneyland, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, no, I want to dig in more because I want to talk about, you know, your ministry 360 serve, yep. you know, it exists to help Christians and churches support what's called indigenous church planning movements around the world. First, what in the world does that mean? And why is this so strategic? Yeah, that's good. Great question, Rob. So let me, let me answer that, kind of introduce you to this indigenous church planning movements and the strategicness behind it. Let me start with the Bible. You know, Jesus has given us the Great Commission, and I know mm-hmm. you and your church is aware of this because you're a Great Commission pastor and a Great Commission church. Great Commission basically is, well, it's not the great suggestion. It's like right. the ultimate mandate Jesus gave us before he sent it into heaven to take the gospel to the ends of the earth, every people group on planet earth, mm-hmm. and make disciples of everyone. And like I alluded to earlier, today there are still 2.2 billion people, that's conservative, that's roughly a little bit under one-third of the world, that Mm. are unreached. They still have yet to even hear the name of Jesus. Now, Mm. now just listen to this. 60% of those 2.2 billion people live in countries where Americans can't even go. Right, right. You know, we call them closed countries. Yeah. Now, there are only three ways that we as Americans can do missions. When you think about it, how are we going to reach the world? You know, carry out the Great Commission. We do short-term missions, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll do a two-week trip to some country, Mexico or wherever, 
but we're going to open countries where they allow us, right? Or right. we can do career missions, those that are called to go and serve full-time in a foreign field. But mm-hmm. typically, you know, they're going to an open country where they can do this, you know, right. legally without being arrested. And then there is the third way to do missions, which is this indigenous, which is mm-hmm. supporting indigenous church planners, pastors, and evangelists who are already living in their own country. They mm-hmm. know their language. They know their culture. They're super effective at mm-hmm. reaching their culture for Christ. But watch this. They're persecuted. And they live mm-hmm. in super poor countries. And, and today, the greatest movements of God on planet Earth, where thousands and tens of thousands are coming to Christ, I, I have to say this, it's not happening through American missionaries. It's happening no, through the indigenous church planting movement on our planet. And uh, so what we do at 360 Serves, we help you support indigenous church planters in their country. $50 a month sends them into full-time gospel ministry. That's a buck fifty a day. Uh, and, and when you support one of these, and you've seen them, Rob, it's like pouring gasoline on our already lit fire. Like when we were in Sri Lanka, these pastors, they're trained, but they were pre- they, they'd be going 10 years without any support praying that God would provide them Mm. some help. And New North came there, and now you're supporting this movement, which is so exciting. The impact your church is having in Sri Lanka and China also, in the Philippines, Ethiopia, it's incredible. And, uh, you know, so these these church planners, the indigenous church planners, they're super effective. They'll see the—what we see on average is that in one year— the average church planter we support will see 120 people come to Christ. They'll plant two house churches. I mean, that's like, you talk about cost mm. effectiveness. It actually works out to be 150 times less expensive than supporting an American missionary in the foreign field. And they're 100 right. times more effective, you know? Now, I always say this I'm an American missionary. <laughs> Don't stop supporting American missionaries because, yes, we're called to pray right. and some of us are, and, and give. Some of us are called to go, and we need to send American missionaries. What I just always tell churches and donors, Christians, is just add the third component Mm -hmm. of the indigenous missions movement to your missions paradigm so you're balanced, you know? And so Mm -hmm. hopefully that kind of answers the question. Yeah, no, it absolutely does. And it, it just blew me away when I learned from you that for $50 a month, (laughs) <laughs> um, like I could, my family could support an indigenous church planner who will plant churches and lead hundreds of people to Christ. Like, like it was a no brainer, Mark. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my family and I, we support an awesome pastor in Sri Lanka and we get to pray for him. We have his profile that you, um, gave us, you know, up on our kind of bulletin board in our home. And, uh, you know, like I, I honestly, I, I just, it's such a great investment and it's, I mean, $50 like supports his entire yeah. life, his, you know, yeah. his well being, his ministry, yeah. all of it. And, and, and I don't even, that that's nothing for us. I don't even, I don't even think yeah. about it any longer. So, so that really blew me away. You're the model and it all goes to them. So yeah, I love totally. that model. So, yep. well, well, let's step way back. Um, up and and like tell us just like how did you even start? How did three three sixty serve begin? Tell us about kind of your faith story, um, how it led to three sixty serve, and uh, yeah, just yeah, how did thanks. this all start? Yeah, that's thanks. I appreciate that. 
you know, um, I was dedicated to the Lord before I was even born. Now, I didn't know that until my parents told me later after I came to know Christ. And I think mm. they didn't share that with me because they thought this guy's yeah. never going to come to know Jesus, you know? And yeah. I was a bit of a rebel, you know? Uh, and uh, But I came to Christ at 20 years old. And it was, I won't go into all the details of that, but just God revealed himself to me as being real. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if it, it just blew me away that God was interested in me and he was real. And, mm. I, and it just made sense. If he's real, I will serve him with my whole life. And I just remember saying, Jesus, if you'll save me, I'll tell the world about you. And mm. I had no idea, honestly, that would mean me becoming a pastor and then ultimately sharing the gospel all over the world. Um, when I first mm. came to Christ, I just fell in love with Jesus as I am today and just began to devour the Bible. I mean, got a, mm-hmm. a, a yeah. you know, and I go into school, you know, a bachelor's, a master's, a doctorate in the Bible. I just wanted to be able to communicate the Bible and the gospel. And that started to take me beyond the United States because I just wanted to share the gospel with everyone. And so I remember I went on a missions trip to Mexico in like 1983. I'm 58 years old. And, and, and that kind of introduced me to like people that I met in these villages that really had never heard about Jesus, really. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, what are these people? And, and, and the responsiveness was incredible and, and I remember just making a vow on that first missions trip to just say, Lord, I'm going to travel at least once a year to a different part of the world in honor of you mm-hmm. to do missions. And that, mm-hmm. that vow, you know, is, you know, one time a year, I'm not going to be just a pastor only in the United States, which, right. you know, hey, for some is great. But for me, God was stirring in me. No, you got to take this good news. You're so blessed yeah. in the States and you got to bring it beyond. And so I began traveling the world. Ultimately... In 2001, it would bring me to mainland China, and that trip changed my life. So I spent two Mm. days with 40 underground house or underground church pastors. We don't call it the underground church really there anymore. It's the house church movement, but back then it was that. And Mm. I remember being with these brothers, and I remember 4.30 in the morning, I got up to use the restroom, and, and I walked past the meeting room, and there they were on the concrete floor with their little mats, all of them crying out to God in prayer on behalf of their country, quietly, not so loud so that they would wake us up. You know, they gave us their beds and it was so humbling. And I remember just being shocked by what I saw. And I went back to my bed and I joined them in prayer and I'm weeping in my bed, not understanding even what I'm seeing. And then I would spend time with them over these days, hearing their stories and, and, mm. and I, you know, they're in rags and, and they were beaten and all of them had been in prison. I don't know, you know, when you as an American have the opportunity for the first time to, to meet a suffering, persecuted Christian, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is very powerful. And, oh, and, and, and yeah. you begin to weep and God speaks to you oh. at a level that you just can't even, I can't even describe for well, you what it was like. Well, can I, know? can I just, can I just jump yeah. in there and just say, that's yeah. exactly what happened to me. Mm. I mean, I'm with you and I'm hearing stories of what God's doing in Sri Lanka. I'm hearing stories of, of these men and women mm. and their bravery in China. And it's hard not to weep. It yeah. is hard because yeah. you're like going, wait, what just happened? Wait, how, wait, yeah. you're in jail for how long they did what yeah. to you? And then, and, yeah. and then how did God use that? And, and yeah. then, not to mention this whole pastors praying, um, especially Chinese pastors, like that's exactly what happened to us. You said, all right, guys, 
And you took me and Danny and both of our boys, you put us in the middle of a room with all these Chinese pastors, and you just told mm. them, I want you guys to pray for these guys. And I just started weeping, Mark, yeah, because I, I had no idea what they were saying, but I could feel the presence and power of Jesus as they prayed for me, and it was it was incredibly moving. So I resonate with, with what you're saying about um, them praying. Yeah, powerful. Then I began to hear their stories. And Rob, by the way, it was so special to travel with you and to see your heart. And yet every pastor I take on these trips and I introduce them, it's the same experience, but even doubly more so for you, because you have a beautiful gift of mercy and compassion for people and the gospel. And, and, you know, I know it's a little off track, but I'll just never forget. And just the moment that we shared in Sri Lanka, when we were going to visit a pastor and you had heard that, you know, these pastors have never had a salary. Uh, Now they do because of your church, but you heard about this one pastor and his wife that um, would get up and with their family, they would pray, you know, how do they eat? Well, they pray. And by the end of the prayer, God will literally bring to their doorstep food from a neighbor. They'll bring eggs or whatever. And I remember you heard that story and you were so moved. You went out and you bought this big old bag of rice. (laughs) And I remember you just with tears in your eyes, you carried that bag of rice up to this family and you gave them that gift of rice. And they had nothing in their family and, you know, no food. And it, yeah, you just want to do whatever you can. This is what I've done. I'm just like, Lord, I'm so blessed as an American pastor. I'm going to do whatever I can for the rest of my life to just bless my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. These are my brothers. This and is sisters. my family Exactly. over in exactly. all these countries that have so little and they trust you so much. They're all examples to mm-hmm. me. Like, you know, you were talking about Rob. So anyway, yeah, you it, get it, it, it brother. It's a, it, and it's humbling. It's humbling. It's and when you hear humbling. that, it's like, I'm not going to sit here and pray for them. I'm going to sit mm. here and go buy a bag of rice for them. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like, how could you not, you know? And so yeah. thanks for sharing that. But I, oh, I actually forgot. I forgot about that. No, but, I, you know, it's I'll like, never forget it. You know, just yeah. I love your heart. And, you know, so and, and it was humbling for me. I'm with these pastors, you know, in China, these 40 underground pastors. Mm-hmm. And they begin telling me their stories of how they're persecuted. But then they describe for me the movements that they are leading. And we have some of these pastors, they're saying, well, yeah, I lead a movement of 1 million people, another 5 million people, another 10 million people in the house church movement. And I'm, this is the first time I'm introduced to the concept of the house church movement. And I'm like, mm. wait a minute, you have a million people in your church, 5 million, 50, 10 million. <laughs> I, I'm like, yeah. I can't, these are humble pastors. I would never even imagine, but that's the power uh, of the the house church movement, so that rocked yeah. my world, and I was still yeah. trying to understand what I was seeing in China, and uh, so I went home, and I my life was changed on that airplane home, and I just vowed I'm going to serve the Church of China for the rest of my life. I don't care what it takes. I went home and preached to our church, <laughs> mm-hmm. spilled out what God had revealed to me in China, and said we must support these Chinese pastors. And we began mm-hmm. to support them by the hundreds. Yeah. And then that would lead to multiple countries where there are persecuted pastors in all these different countries. It just led one country after another. We're talking about how 360 served began, you know? And, and then, you know, our church, you know, we're supporting now hundreds 
of indigenous pastors all over the world, people begin to leave our church. They go to other churches and they're calling me up. Mark, can you please come to this new church of ours? Mm -hmm. Because their missions program is, you know, it's not, it doesn't know anything about the indigenous. And then I would show up, talk to the pastors and their jaw would drop because they've never heard of this. And, you know, it, and then finally one day to just get to really the core of your question, Rob, I was actually doing sit-ups. This is how 360 Serve began. I'm working out in our house doing sit-ups. <laughs> and there's only two times in my life, I mean, like God has directly spoken to me, not audibly. One was my salvation. And the other was, you know, in an inner voice as I was doing sit-ups. And the Lord just said, stop doing sit-ups, get a piece of paper and write this down. And I, and, and he said this, write this down, start a nonprofit. I wrote at the top, start a nonprofit. And the Lord said, and he gave me three directives. One, a hundred percent of what is given is going to go to the field Two, tell the stories of these amazing people you've met all over the world, Mark, these mm-hmm. humble persecuted pastors and three, lead it the best you can and I'll bless it. And I wrote those three mm. things down. Tracy came home that night, my wife, I told her, I go, Trace, I had quite a, and she was like, wow, let's pray about that. I get an appointment the next day or the couple days after with one of my good friends, a mentor. And I, I just said, this is what I experienced. And I remember tears in his eyes. After he hears the story, he gets out a checkbook and he writes out the full cost to start the nonprofit 501c3 that would become 360 Serve. Amazing. That's how 360 Serve was Boom. born. Now we're serving... Yep hundreds of church planners and pastors in over 18 countries. So mm-hmm. there it's God's work. It's mm-hmm. honestly, it's God's work. Yeah. And it's exciting for a church like ours to be involved. I mean, you've grafted us into what you're doing and, uh, and, and I feel like we're just getting started. So um, sadly, Mark, we are running out of time. So yeah. I want you to yeah. die. I want you, I want you to dive in and just tell our church, how how they can get involved. I think it's so important because they don't have to sit on the sidelines. They Everyone listening can get involved sure. right now in what God's doing all over the world. And so, so tell them yeah. how they can get involved. Oh, thanks, man. Well, like Rob, you said earlier, go to our website, 360serve.org, and just educate yourself. Let God speak to you about, you know, mm-hmm. what he's doing around the world. You can sign up and receive those, you know, weekly email updates. That'll inspire you. Um, you can subscribe to our 360 Serve podcast, where I interview these movement leaders from around the world. Rob can tell you how to get to that later, and and just you know allow God to speak to you about what He's doing around the world. Now, if you want to really get involved and like begin supporting what you're doing, what New North is doing, I encourage you to support a church planner. You know, go to our website. What country moves mm-hmm. you? Support a church planner. It's fifty dollars a month, or you some of you can support multiple church planners. I mean, go for it. Whatever God is saying, you know, maybe you're focusing in on Sri Lanka and China for the most part, but your church is just, I, your church is going to go wild, Rob. I can just sense it. You're already in the Philippines and Ethiopia. You'll probably be supporting all 18 countries, which is great. And, you know, again, when you support that church planner at 50 bucks a month, like you were saying, Rob, we email you the profile. So you have a relationship with that pastor that you'll be supporting. And then I'm going to give you monthly email updates about what God's doing in the country that you're supporting and you're sending them into full-time gospel ministry, they're going to be leading. You're in a partnership with them. 
and they're going to be leading hundreds of people to Christ, planting churches. And guess what? You're going to meet all those people in heaven. And God somehow is going to work it all out. And they're going to be thanking you for, for just helping them come to know Jesus. And I just can't, it's exciting. I can't imagine anything yeah. more exciting than that. Yeah, no, no doubt. And I guess, well, not guess, I'm going to um, tell our listeners for the first time what's happening this Christmas. So let's do that, Mark, because oh. that's exciting. And then, um, mm. and then I want you, and then I want you to pray for us because I know that's your heart to pray for us. So I'd love to end with that. But anyway, but yeah, for those of you listening, you'll hear this first before anyone else. Um, every Christmas Eve, we give away the entirety of our Christmas Eve offering to a local organization and a global organization. And our elders have decided to give away part of our Christmas Eve offering to 360 Serve oh, wow. to, to mm. their Christmas program. Basically, they give away all kinds of different gifts um, to these 18 countries from, from, from shoes to kids in Sri Lanka to motorcycles that pastors will use to get out the gospel. And it's just a really amazing opportunity for us to bless um, these church planners all over the world. And if you go onto their website, they have a beautiful digital Christmas catalog that you can just look at and see exactly where these funds are going to go to. And so I'm excited about that, Mark. Oh man, thank you. I didn't know that, Rob. That's beautiful. I mean, that's just like, wow, what a huge blessing. And, uh, you know, that whole catalog came about, you know, years ago when I just asked our, I said, what can we do for you at Christmas? Your families, you have, you know, we're doing all this around the world. And they said, really, Pastor Mark, if you would just give us gifts that we could use to give away to share Jesus yeah. with people. And I just was like, what? you don't want this for yourself. They're like, we just, they're in it, you know, because they just love God. They love people. And, and we try to help their families, but I'm um, honestly, we, whatever we give them, you know, they just give it away. They do. <laughs> they I just know. Do. And I that's know. what their heart it. is. Their heart is it. just yeah. to share the love of God because God's love has changed their life in such a radical way where so yeah. few know Jesus in their countries and they realize how special it is. And so that's what that, the Christmas, you know, uh, outreach is all about. So thanks Rob, man. I, yeah. I'm really encouraged. Well, I'm thrilled. And so Mark, pray for us. And then yeah. after you pray, I'll, I'll end our time. Yeah. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for every listener right now. Mm -hmm. I thank you for Rob and new North. I thank you for the elders. I thank you, God, mm -hmm for Chelsea, others that I'm getting to know in their beautiful church family. And Lord, I thank you for those that whose hearts have led them to begin supporting even and praying. And those who's right now have been blessed and encouraged by the great things you're doing around the world. God, to you be all the glory for your mm -hmm. amazing love for us that you, Lord, out of all the people in the world, somehow, Lord, you opened our eyes that we would know the yeah. Savior of this world and have the gift of everlasting life. And you called us to be your ambassadors. Jesus, you came to seek and to save the lost. And I thank you for Rob, a pastor who loves the lost, Lord, uh, and, and a church that loves the lost. And Lord, bless, I pray, New North yeah. in, in amazing ways. God, give them mm -hmm. joy as they continue to follow you in faith with the challenges, the ups and downs in the midst of COVID, Lord, bless their ministry. May the greatest days for their ministry be right now. May the greatest days for every listener 
Lord, their family, their situation, their, the burdens that they're carrying right now, be right now, oh God, I pray that you would land in their lives, in their families, their situations, the impossibilities. You're the God that does miracles like we've just talked mm-hmm. about. I pray a miraculous blessing upon each life and New North Church as they continue to follow you in the work of the gospel locally mm-hmm. in this Bay Area and around the world globally. Mm-hmm. I pray tens of thousands Mm-hmm. would come to know Christ as Savior and Lord because yes. of their ministry, Lord. We pray to the yes. glory of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Mark. I really appreciate that, mm-hmm. brother. Thank you. And it's great Thank having you, you, man. Great having oh, you. It's mutual. Thank you, Pastor Rob, for the kind words and for your permission to air this episode on our 360 Serve podcast. You know, it, it's impossible in 35 minutes to share the entire story of 360 Serve and to answer every question. But I trust that what you have heard has been helpful and informative. And I hope you feel you have a better understanding and even closer relationship with 360 Serve. That's been my prayer. Here's your action step of the day. Support an indigenous church planner for $50 per month. You kind of thought I would say that, right? But this is the heart of 360 Serve. We love helping people like you support an indigenous church planner, sending them into full-time gospel ministry to reach their country for Christ in fulfillment of the Great Commission. If the Lord is leading you, maybe even right now, to support, it's so easy. Just go to 360serve.org, click on church planners, and then select the country where you want your support to go and give. We will mail to your home the profile of the indigenous church planner you'll be supporting. You can begin praying for your church planner by name as you have entered into this new form partnership of bringing the gospel to the least reached people living in the country you've selected. Now, let me say one more thing. If you happen to be a pastor and you're listening right now, I would be honored to talk with you about becoming a 360-serve partner church like Pastor Rob at New North. Go to 360serve.org, click on Get Involved, and then just click on Churches. Thanks for being with us today. Join us as we begin our new series of episodes featuring the country of Venezuela. I can't wait for you to meet my good friend, Pedro. He's going to tell you his incredible story, which you will never forget. And you'll learn how God is at work in Venezuela, a country that is literally falling apart at the seams. This is what God does. He shows up in the most unlikely places and does miracles in those locations for his glory. You don't want to miss our next series of episodes on the great things God is doing in Venezuela. Until then, may the Lord bless you.